Hi, this is the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We have dirty words and shit potholes throughout the entire episode. Our name literally spells cunt. How could you not know what was coming? Thanks for listening. Welcome to 2023, you guys. Cheers. We're doing good. We're fine. We're good. We're hey, good. how are you all? How was your December? How was the end of your 2022? We hoped you liked our, our favorites. Yeah, we really do hope that those were cool and that you got some insight there. So enjoy. Man, it was a good break though. Yes. I think it was a needed break. Mm-hmm. We got more cool things coming your way. We needed the break. Yeah. We have a new Patreon. We do have a new Patreon series. Do you want to announce what it is? Are, are we going with that name? Yeah. Okay. It's called Guilty Until Proven Innocent. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the basis is essentially people who are innocent in jail. Mm-hmm. And we feel like it's important for us to obviously highlight them, their stories and everything. And if you haven't already checked out our TikTok, we already support the Innocence Project over there. Yeah. So definitely check them out. But yeah, it, it's crazy. We've got a crazy case to start with too. Yeah, it's one that I personally believe they're 100% innocent. Mm-hmm. If you think they're guilty, get on up out of here. <laughs> get, on, get on out of here. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, we really hope to be, you know, bringing some light into some just the justice system in our country can use an overhaul. We'll say that. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I really hope we do these cases justice. I hope we do all of our cases justice, but these especially. Yeah. Because it's important, you know, and, and who's to say we know we're not, you know, MFM or anything like that to bring that kind of a light. But hey, even just the 30 people to listen to this, yeah. it's important. So mm-hmm. yeah. spread the word, y'alls. <laughs> you know, if you know anything about these cases, please let us know. And then, of course, please let the attorneys of the people know this information. Please, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Because they need it. They need everything. So yeah. we hope you enjoy. Mm-hmm. You, do you do New Year's resolutions or anything? No, I think they're stupid. I know. I'm sure you do. I'm sorry. No. I apologize to everyone who does them. Like, I used to do them, like, because, you know, you had to. Like, it was like, oh, you have to do a resolution. Now I'm just like, I think of it more as like a spring cleaning for your brain, you know? Like, I just go into it and go, okay, what old behaviors did I exhibit in 2022 that I don't want to carry into the new year? It's more like that. Yeah. I wish I had that self-reflection. Oh, trust me, it leads into overthinking, so it's not great. It's yeah. not always great. <laughs> I don't do that. A lot of anxiety. Like think, I don't think. I just do. Good. I the, just the, I just go 500 miles an hour down the road and leave shit in my... The wake mm-hmm. of Amanda. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Do you ever do any of the traditions? Like, okay, so there's a Mexican tradition where you have to eat 12 grapes... As soon as it hits midnight, like yeah, one, no, I don't two, do that. three. So there's that. You're lucky if I'm up past 10 o'clock. Okay. Got it. You you do like the ball drop early gal, aren't you? You're like, I saw the ball drop in New York and I'm good. Nope. I Not don't even. even do that. I watch whatever I watch, whatever I'm binging at the time until I'm sleepy. And go to where bed. my husband goes, well, I'm going to need you to go to bed soon because I'm getting tired. And I go, cool. And I go to bed. We're like... 85 years old. No, no, not at all. Don't trust me. Like I've done the fall asleep, wake back up thing. Mm-hmm. You know, lately what we do is just get a bottle of champs and then just watch whatever until like binge something until it turns into midnight. And then we're like, Ooh, and then we go to bed. <laughs> That's See, about it. You know, my, my pot hubby doesn't drink. So yeah, I yeah. drink the whole bottle myself. Well, mine is like a sipper, like not even same. Literally, he doesn't drink either. Like, if we drink, it's like, if he drinks, I mean, it's a rarity. So, agreed, same. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, so I'm finishing this tonight and then a little bit tomorrow with the brunch, I guess. You know, like doing one of those. Oh, uh, I would just yeah. go balls to the wall and drink the whole thing oh, and huh. call it a night. Hey. Pass out. At least you got some sleep, right? <laughs> I mean, I've been getting the best sleep of my life since Miss Fancy Pants arrived. Since who? Miss Fancy Pants, the bed. Oh, that's right. Oh, wait, is this the name of the bed? I, yes. You have to remind me. Yes, yes. Of course. 
Are you still getting the best sleep of your life? I am. Damn. Okay, that's a great endorsement because it's been at least a month. No, yeah. it's been longer than that. Since yeah. Since like September. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, this is usually about the time when a bed turns into like, mm, mm, it's just a bed. Yeah. So, good. Yeah. Snaps. Maybe we should ask them for a fucking sponsorship. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm waiting for Miss Fancy Pants and the and Sharky, which is what my husband named the Roomba, to take over my house. Oh, to like become mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. sentient essentially. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That can happen. Yeah. Skynet, baby. Just saying, it's yeah. gonna happen. Hey, I mean, it could be that. At least you'll be asleep when it happens, right? Isn't that the idea? Yeah. They'll just trap you in the bed and mm-hmm. then no big deal. And then Miss yeah. Fancy Pants and Sharky will do what they will. Do what I mean. they will to you. Uh, good to see we haven't changed at all. Yeah, no, we're still <laughs> we're the, the same. same. <laughs> okay. Crazy people. You know how I have a thing with the people in my town not knowing how to drive through? Oh, God, yeah. Ready for my Dutch Brothers experience this Please. morning? Please. And also, let's just say real quick plug. Hey, Dutch Brothers, we do still love y'all a lot. We just, based on how we're podcasting right now, it just doesn't happen all the time, but. Yes. Holla. I'm just going to say they're hot cinnamon and spiced tea. Amaze balls. Yeah, dude, it's delicious. You had me try a sip of it with a little mm-hmm. bit of honey. Uh-huh. And I could smell, it smelled like the most delicious, like Christmas. Candle. Yes. Like but it lit- didn't taste like a candle. Thank God. <laughs> Which is good. That's what I always worry about with drinks like that is I'm like, is this going to taste like a floral candle? Because no, it tasted like beautiful, warm cinnamon by like a fire. Yes. Mm. We Love just it. need a fireplace. Yeah. So, you know, the people in my town don't know how to drive through, especially if there's two lanes. Yes. Yeah. So this happened to me and my son at the Chick-fil-A one morning before breakfast. They, people in front of me. I watched it happen. I'm like, you go, you go, you go. Nope, they didn't call. The other people went, and these people went. And then it became, guess what happened? Food got out of order. I heard, I know it got out of order because I heard him in the window say, the food's out of order. <sighs> y'all, it's a zipper. It's a fucking zipper, But you know y'all. what? It's not always a zipper like this morning at Dutch Brothers. It was not a zipper this it morning wasn't. at Dutch Brothers okay. because of how they took the order. So you got to watch how the person takes the order. Because they took my order, then the person behind me's order, and then the person in the other lane's order. So I went. So the person behind me should have gone, but they didn't go. They let the person in the other lane go like a zipper. But you just got the drinks out of order, motherfucker. Yeah, like, dude, pay attention. Like, this is the thing. Okay, let's talk about this. This also goes into, like, a little pet peeve I have. If you're at the first of a fucking turn signal light, or the first at a stoplight, the first at an intersection, it's your job... You need to be paying attention to when that light turns. So you can turn left, turn right, do whatever the fuck, right? There are a lot of lights, at least like around where we live, that short cycle, especially like turn lane lights. Mm -hmm. And these bitches will sit there and be like, oh, and two or three cars could have gone through had they paid attention. Same with this. It's your responsibility if you're in a freaking like that, like two lane or even just one lane, like drive through to know, okay, just pay attention enough to know the order of things so then you can go with the flow and not have that shit happen. You not just hard. got the entire restaurant's flow out of whack. Exactly. It's not this hard, guys. Just pay just a little bit of attention. Look, we all know. We're all distracted. We're on our phone. We're listening to shit. We got a podcast going. We're late for work. Whatever. doesn't matter. In this moment, be in the moment. I'm be telling you. You know what my pet peeve is? And this fucking happened to me. And I was going to let this motherfucker hit me. I was going to let him hit me. I watched the look on his face. The look on his face was like, oh, this bitch. I'm about to. She actually won't let me hit her. That was the look on his face. The look on his face was, oh, she actually won't let me hit her. I better stop. Because let me tell you, I have been in this line that is half a mile long the entire fucking time. Because I knew what lane I needed to be in. You knew what lane you need to be in as well, sir. You thought you were going to run up to the front to where and cut in this line in front of me? Sir, no. Oh, you're talking about like merging and they try to like cut ahead of you uh-huh. to merge? Oh, yeah, no. Because they run up to the front and no, they're going to pretend like they no. didn't know they need to be in this lane half a mile back? Sir, no. Mm-mm. 
I will ride the car in front of me's bumper like we're fucking attached. Yep. And I, you can try to get in. You can think I'm going to get in and they're going to let me. Sir, I will let you fucking hit me. Today and today. I will let you hit me every single motherfucking time. 110%. (laughs) Because it will be your fault every single time. Of course. So I could see the look on his face. Because it was 8 a.m. and the sun was fucking shining. And you did not have tinted windows, sir, because you were driving a beater. And the look on his face was like, oh, shit, she actually gonna let me hit her. Yeah. Sir, I was. Absolutely. Absolutely was. Because half a mile back, you saw the line and you made the choice. You chose. To keep going and try to, like, cut in. And I mean, we've all done it. We've all done it. I mean, there have been times where I legit didn't know... But in this situation... Come on, man. You we knew. Know. I'll tell you where it was later. You knew. Because everybody knows. Because there's two lanes that go this way and two lanes that fucking go straight. You knew, sir. Everybody knows. Yeah. You ain't new to town. I've I, I seen your face. So here's, here's the net net, y'all. Pay fucking attention. That's all it is. It's like, just pay attention. Like, where you're at and like... There are some unspoken rules, I will say. There are some unspoken rules with certain social interactions, and all of us are trying to still fucking do that, and I've oh, been if, a nightmare at it because of COVID. If it's a legit zipper situation, I will let you zipper in. For sure. If you aren't that asshole. <laughs> well, I, that I went to vote on Tuesday. Yes, I missed the early boat train because I thought it ended on Saturday, but it ended on Friday, and then I go, was fucked, and I had to go on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Where I voted, it was a very small location, very small parking lot. People were everywhere. It, I'm in line to turn out of the parking lot, but there's somebody that needs to get in the line. I let a car in. You want to know why? It's the polite thing to do. We all let one car in. Yep. I'm sorry, you over here was way up here, and I had already let my car in. Sorry, it was their responsibility to let you in. So I let my car in because if you're in a long line and there's side parking lots, it's your responsibility to let one car in. That I'm cool with. But you run up on me after a half a mile line. No. Get wrecked, dude. Yeah. No. I totally agree. Honestly, that and then like, of course, the no blinker thing. Okay. Dudes, come on. Use your fucking blinker, bro. Even if it's like a pink, just a one-er. Fine. You used it. You know what I mean? Just let me know you're coming over. Same thing with merging, like trying to change lanes. Like what you had happen the other day. Where it's like they're trying to go all the way from the left, all the way to the right to turn. You knew. Bro. You know what? Go to the attention. next exit and loop back. Exactly. Sorry. Sucks to suck. We've all had to do it. We've all been like, shit, I missed my exit. Right? Fine. You go. Exactly. You eat and you just go right back to where you were. But no. They're like, no, I got to get over right now and cause an entire lane of traffic or four, three lanes of traffic to have to like kowtow to my needs. Come on, guys. What we're saying is just be considerate of the people around you. That's it. I'm just saying. Not that hard. I'm just saying. People in my town don't know how to drive through. No. And especially if it's got two lanes. I need to hold a class at Town Hall. <laughs> hey guys, Amanda here. I'm going to be talking about the drive through procedures at all our local drive throughs Hi. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. Everybody get close. Get close. Um, I'm sorry. You, sir, don't <laughs> leave. I, I saw you the other day at Chick-fil-A. You need to come back in Yeah, here. no, you need to be up front. I have a seat for you right here. I have a seat for you right here. Yes, you were in the Mercedes. I'm sorry, ma'am. Ma'am, do you drive the Toyota that they were looking for in the Chick-fil-A parking lot because you said you were here and you were driving a white Toyota? Yes, um... Yes, Liberty. They were looking for you, Liberty, in the Toyota. They couldn't find you, ma'am. You need to learn how. Come come sit. Dude, it's like, come sit by the teacher. That literally happened to me. After I voted, I swung by Chick-fil-A. I actually pulled into the curbside pickup spot and ordered from the curbside pickup spot. Yeah, hell yeah. So, I, I don't have a Toyota, but they were like, Oh, Liberty, I really like your name. And I'm like, I'm not Liberty. That's not my food. And then they were walking around looking for Liberty in the white Toyota. And they couldn't find her. Then they bring me my food. And as I'm about to leave, like I'm checking it right. And as I'm about to leave, they are still looking for Liberty in the white Toyota. Sis. Don't say you're here when you're not. Don't, How don't did you even that do that? 
the only thing I can think of is like, you're supposed to check in like when you get there. So mm-hmm. they know, okay, cool. I can bring it out. You know, I think she was probably in the drive through line. Yeah. Not in the curbside spot. Yeah. See. Don't do that. I have the worst drive through people in my town ever. We'll get there. We'll teach them. I'm just going to have a big class a at quorum. City Hall. You know what you need to do? In, in, well, this just reminds me of like, okay, so when you were a kid, if you got to sit, if you had to sit by the teacher, it was like either one of two things, teacher's pet, uh-huh. or you were in trouble. You were the bad kid. You had to be watched. Remember that? Liberty with the Toyota. She <laughs> needs to sit by the teacher. Oh, we might have to have you sit by the teacher today. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't know how to Chick-fil-A. And that is one of the easiest places to mobile order. Oh my God, yes. Oh, bless that place. I mean, we hate their stance on gays a thousand percent. Yeah, but... Look at that chicken. Good the dad. chicken. It's like not fair. It's not fair that chicken should be that good. And their macaroni and cheese. Oh, they're fucking, dude, they're, they're soups. Whenever I'm sick, I make my husband go get me the chicken noodle soup. I know. I know. It's, it's absurd. It's absurd. Nothing should be that good. No. On the planet. No. Dicks. They know it. They know it too. They know. They're like, y'all come back. Y'all gotta come back. Like, They're like, we can right. say whatever the fuck we want. They're still going to come back. Exactly. Freaking jerks. <laughs> we could say anything. 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 <laughs> we could say Jesus is gay and they'd come back. Actually, yeah, I would come back more for that. Me too. I, I do still think that, and this was your idea, this was a couple other people's idea on TikTok of like having a, a Sunday's only Chick-fil-A and it's like Chick-fil-A, but like plus and like they serve beer Chick-fil-A and gay. wine. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A gay. That was yours, right? I don't know. I probably saw it on TikTok. Either way, it was still great. It was like that. It was like all the sandwiches and stuff, but like all the shit that's like off menu, you know? And then also like they serve beer and wine and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah, sign my ass up. And a food truck parked in their parking lot. Parked in their parking lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Only open on Sundays. I love it. Because it's it's true. Like, literally I talking mean, about it. Now you I'm can like, get all of their knockoff recipes, their copycat recipes yeah. on the Pinterest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's. I think it's like sugar and pickle juice, right? Yeah. Something they like marinate that. their chicken and pickle juice. Uh-huh. That's also why it's juicier and, and salty. Probably. Ugh. I mean, if you don't just get a straight up number one every single time you go there, there's something wrong with you. It's just the standard fried chicken sandwich with the chicken and the pickles. I know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I normally get the grilled chicken sandwich. I, I know you get the grilled chicken. But have you ever gotten their, changed their bun? To what? You have to get the, hold on. There's a new bun? Well, Y'all. no, it's not new. It's not new. It's just, is not their standard bun. I'm going to tell you what it is. I have to open my app to get the exact name because I don't want to disappoint anyone. <laughs> We're doing a public service announcement for everybody. Hey guys. Exactly right. Make sure you change the bun because the bun on the grilled chicken has like. Yes, I think it's the grilled chicken bun. It's good. It's good bun. Agreed. The multi grain brioche. Dude, agreed. Yes. You can get that bun for any sandwich. Oh, you can just ask him to like throw it on there instead of. You can switch it. And I always mobile order. If you're not fucking mobile ordering at every single goddamn restaurant you go, you can suck a dick. But you can change it on the app for any sandwich. Is this like your angry fast food corner? (laughs) I love it. You know what, guys? We're going to police and gatekeep exactly how you need to order. Exactly what you need to do. In the I'm just saying. In the line. I'm just saying. Why are you not? Like, I know. You Agreed. order. You can customize. You can pay. And then all you have to do is go through the line, grab your food, and go. And walk out. Exactly. You don't I don't understand. I'm, no, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Also, because like I don't like to talk to humans sometimes. I really don't. I do not like to talk to, to customer service people because I'm afraid that they're going to get my order wrong. And it's either because I say something incorrectly or they mishear me. So, so I'd rather just have it go straight. Then when your order's wrong, you can pull up your app and you can see whose fault it is. Right. True. But yeah, exactly. Do you know how many so times that I to saved the my life in my house? Oh, yeah. When... The sun, El Diablo Rojo, says, 
did you forget to tell them no pickles? And I can go, boop, 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 boop. Motherfucker, it says no pickles. You got, you literally have the receipt. You're literally yes. like, no, no, mm-mm. Do you know? No pickles, bitch. Do you know how many times that has come in handy in my house? I can't imagine. I think also because being, after being in the food service industry, I understand how easy it is to make a mistake when taking an order. And I'm like, dude, even I would want my order to just go straight to the kitchen. I didn't tell the kitchen what I wanted. I put it in the fucking like order, the POS. So of course, like if you yourself as a consumer can just put the order straight to the POS, yeah, do it. It saves Mm -hmm. so much time and confusion. Mm -hmm. It does. Truly, guys. And also, if you... All you have to say to the box is, I have a mobile order for Amanda. Yep. Then you go to the window. They don't even talk to you at the window. Nope. They just hand it to you. They're like, here you go. And then if you say, thank you, have a nice day, they look at you like you're a fucking alien. Yeah. Because you're the only person that's been fucking nice to them the entire fucking day. Yeah. And you didn't even speak to them. You, that, yeah. Definitely say thank you. We're going to tell you exactly what we had to do from now on guys so this is the new us this is 2023 us the gloves is off and if you're not mobile ordering i will hunt you down one by motherfucking one (laughs) and i will put every single fast food app on your phone because they are all on my phone and be like here's how you do it sis we'll put your favorite orders in and then all you have to do is click the favorite button and then you go beep 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 done my order's in and you put the Google Pay on your phone, and then you don't even have to enter your credit card every single time. <laughs> you just hit Google Pay thumbprint so nobody can steal your card because they don't have your thumbprint, and then you move the fuck on. Yeah. We should probably move the fuck on, too, and Sorry. talk about, like, <laughs> just spent 20 minutes talking about mobile order. <laughs> it pisses me off so bad. No, I know completely. I'm right there with you. It's, it really is insane how it's, like, basic common courtesy decency and also just paying attention doesn't exist somehow well, in the line i know if you do it or not when i'm behind you oh yeah it's apparent it's very obvious whenever you can be like what the hell four cars up i'm like blue toyota did not mobile order mm-hmm. red ford mobile ordered white jeep did not like they really what they should do and i don't know if maybe some places do do this besides just walking in and grabbing your mobile order is have two lines like two actual like to go lines. You mobile ordered, you didn't. Just like whenever you go up to like a theater and they go will call versus uh-huh. you have a ticket. Uh-huh. The you have a ticket lines faster. Right? I mean, because yep. hello, you're not like going to the yeah. So I think that's what they should do. But anyway, let's now that we've talked about that, we got that. I knew we were gonna go way off the rails today. Uh, it's fine. It's I, good. I knew it was happening. So I'm gonna preface this. Mm. I thought this was still going to be in December. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So here we are. I love it. I'm excited. Because, you know, my you, life is off the rails. You always do great work. I'm not worried about this at all. Well, so because my last two episodes and my video killer, they were all Canadian themed. Mm-hmm. I was going to end the year in Canada, but now we're in a new year. Oh, gotcha. I see. Well, you know, we just love Canada that much. We just... So now I'm starting the year in Canada. Because <laughs> my life is off the rails and I'm stupid. No, you're great. So that being said, for three years, the public only knew the 12-year-old Toronto preteen who had been cut and stabbed, then drowned in his own blood as Jonathan. Oh, no. I think I know which one this is. Maybe. Okay, keep keep talking. Keep talking. So, what had happened to Jonathan? Since we're in 2023 and we told you we were going off the rails, you're going to have to Google it. Thanks. And we're done. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is our new podcast, guys. It's called the Figure It Out Podcast. And then you come write a report for us. And then See we you next it. Tuesday. We're now the cons. <laughs> Turns out we were the cunts all along. Smelt <laughs> 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 <Smelted>, it, dealt it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, so, November 25th, 2003, Kevin Madden, who was 16 at the time, and his bestie, Timothy Ferryman, who was also nicknamed 
Vampire boy. Canadians. What is it with y'all and vampires? It was a werewolf, okay? It should have been a fucking vampire. It should have been a fucking undead vampire, but no, it was werewolf. Okay. And another friend who has never been identified were hanging out at the Madden family home drinking wine. How very refined of them. What age were these boys? See, wait, wait, wait. Was 16. It, was it red wine? So it was like, oh, it's like the blood of our undead or whatever the fuck. I, I, I don't know. I don't have those. I'm um, going to assume that they look like kids who were really into underworld. You know what I mean? I don't. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what do you think a bunch of drunk teens started to do? Prank phone calls, video games, circle jerk. D- throw each other off roof. You know, the usual jackass shit from nope. 2003. None of the above. Oh. Nope. They started fucking tearing the house apart, smashing beer bottles, and beating the TV with baseball bats. Whose home is this? It's Madison. Madden. Kevin Madden's. Sir, your parents are going to be pissed. So then these rocket scientists called Timothy's girlfriend and indicated that a mass murder would happen. What? Because they're wine drunk. Um, (laughs) That's a certain kind of wine drunk for sure. But guess what this girlfriend was? Homegirl was an OG cunty because she tape recorded the entire conversation. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, OG cunty. Hey, oh. So, not long after the phone call, Kevin actually did start attacking his 12 year old brother, Jonathan, with a butcher knife. What the hell? Shit pothole, everyone. Okay, real quick. I'm sorry. I've never been this wine drunk. I've drank a whole mm, bottle of wine no, before. No, no, no. I've drank a whole bottle of wine and I. Would just, you know. I mean, I've made bad decisions, but I haven't um, like yes. stabbed anybody. We'll call anybody. them bad decisions. I made bad decisions. We're going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Those bad decisions did not involve a butcher knife for me. No. And it wasn't like, I'm going to fuck up this entire house. Like, no. I just don't feel like, I, this is no. feeling like whiskey drunk, not a, not a wine drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Wine drunks. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So shit pothole, everyone hit the button once. So, with the butcher knife, he cut his face and neck 71 times, severing his voice box and his carotid artery. Oh, my God. His little brother? Yes. So, while Timothy, the bestie, didn't actually stab Jonathan, he did hand Kevin the knife and was encouraging him to continue while he was committing the acts. What? So, Timothy helped Kevin move the body afterwards as well. You, you better sure as shit better if you were the encouraging me to do this. Absolutely. Yes. So they put Jonathan's body in the crawl space, and then the trio went to wait for Ralson Paney, C-H-A-M-P-A-G-N-I-E. Yeah, we'll go with that. Champagne me. Champagne. 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 Mm-hmm. Champagne. Ooh. Champagne. Champagne. Ralston Champagne. Ralston. Ralston. There we go. We got that. Disturbingly pragmatic. How do you say that last name? Man, I should have contacted them. Right. It's okay. No worries. Kevin's stepfather. Ralston was Kevin's stepfather to come home from work. When Ralston got home, they attacked him with a baseball bat and a knife, but Ralston managed to get out of the house. Yeah. He's an adult, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 So later that evening, Jonathan's body was found, and all three boys were arrested within 24 hours of the murder. No shit. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, because they're not... They're not rocket scientists, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not... Yeah. 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 So the first trial was a shit show because Timothy's girlfriend perjured herself. See? Sweetie, don't what? go down for a boy. I'm sorry. Just no. don't. If they're not... No, not in this situation. <laughs> You better roll, hon. You better roll hard. Well, let me tell you how she perjured herself. Oh, no. See, she made posts on vampirefreaks.com. What is it with this website? The other one was... Okay, If you had told me I would reference this website twice, I would have told you you were fucking lying. Seriously. Like, are you just finding vampirefreaks.com murders that happened after this website was enabled? And here's the thing. Just so you all know, 
if y'all haven't listened to the episode, we looked up that website again and now it's a clothing company, which yeah. makes total sense because why the hell would they keep this place open, this blog where these vampires and quotes can Do you meet know each other? How much I loved it when I read that this came up again. Oh my god. I'm sure you were like, oh, it's happening again. Like for the win. Okay, I have so many questions, but I'm gonna let you finish because I'm gonna ask my questions at the end about all of this. So she made posts on vampirefranks.com implying she was interested in vampirism, but in court she contradicted that statement. Yeah, no, sis, you can't do that when they literally have the receipts. So anywho, this led to a mistrial. Yeah. Vampirefreaks.com, y'all. Twice. In Canada, twice. So here's my question. Things that I should have asked while I was writing this, but did not because I was sober and now I'm not. A, is VampireFreaks.com only a Canadian thing back in the day? Oh, like, was it? Okay, let's actually, you know what? I don't know because I only looked up the U.S. website. So now I'm kind of like. And B, is hmm. there that much interest in vampires that this was actually a thing? I don't know. Like, I mean, Canada. I need to know your mm-hmm. vampire situation. <laughs> we need to understand the situation with vampires and werewolves in your country. The and other thing why is, do you like, not know that it's vampires that suck blood and not werewolves? Oh, and God. you think that it's werewolves. Like, truly. Well, we're first of still all, stuck on that. I just don't... I think that... Are these just bored teenagers? You know what I mean? Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I mean, vampires are fucking cool. Let's be honest. Vampires are fucking cool. They're cool because they're undead. They're sexy a lot of I times. Mean, like, you can suck uh, people's blood. I read and, the like, Anne Rice forever. book as a kid. Right. But, and it's and like I watched awesome. the movie because Brad Pitt, that was Brad Pitt's hot time. Mm. Oof. Remember interview? Not interview with vampires. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Interview with vampires. Yes. But like also like meet Joe Black. Sis. Oh, that man could get it. Oh, he could get it back in the day. Yeah. I mean, he could still get it. Honestly, he looks great. But no, you're right. And actually, speaking of, real quick, But I small didn't go plug. to vampirefreaks.com. Right. Like, I knew it was fake. You, of course. Of course. I mean, but this is another thing. Like, are these kids just trying to escape their real lives? Are they in bad situations? Or they're just like shithead kids who are just like, oh, fuck it. I just want to kill something. And I'm going to use this as an excuse. I don't know. Okay. So, anywho, I'm going to continue now. Please. Due to the mistrial, there was a second trial, and Kevin made a bold statement. He said, and I quote, People who did not know Jonathan would not be concerned about what happened to him. What? What is... So he's saying that his little brother had it coming? Essentially? Like, yeah, he would have been fine with me stabbing him 71 times. Don't worry about it. That's his, that's his argument. Yeah. People who did not know Jonathan would not be concerned about him. Oh, I, I've never heard that as a reason. I've never heard that. Wait, okay, so also, is he testifying at his own trial? I don't know if that was a statement, like, he just made. Like, I think it, oh. it was just a statement he made. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't, yeah. okay, because I'm like, who in their right mind would put these vampires on the stand? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, February 27th, 2006, Kevin Madden was found guilty of first-degree murder and guilty of attempted murder for his attack on his stepfather. Tim was found guilty of manslaughter and for his role of Jonathan's death. The third unidentified friend was acquitted of all charges. So, my guess is the third friend... Probably bounced once they got out the knife. Believe that? Yeah. Smartly. Yeah. Because. That's what I'm assuming. I don't know anything about the third friend because they're like not involved in anything. So at the sentencing on September 29th, 2006, Justice David McCombs determined that Kevin and Timothy would be sentenced as adults, which is why we know their identities. Because remember, Canada has those very strict Juvenile protection laws. Absolutely. Real quick update on vampirefreaks.com. Oh, I thank you. finally got it. According to um, Kerrang.com, after two decades of ruling the online underworld, alternative cultural platform vampirefreaks.com has announced its forthcoming closure. And that was September 17th, 2019. So it just closed. 
Damn it. Yeah. So it literally, it's, this is what it said. We began as a small cluster of in, industrial music fan boards, grew enormously over the span of 20 years, somehow outlasting the larger alt web communities of LiveJournal and MySpace. So essentially, yeah, it was a, it was like a live journal MySpace, but for like people who liked alt culture, specifically vampirism, werewolf, like all that kind of stuff, which dude, get it. I got no fucking problem with that at all. Just don't fucking kill people. Like yeah. what the fuck? And how pissed am I? This is the story of my life. Missed the boat by like a year once again. Right. And the other thing is, is how pissed would you be if you were like one of the kids on this website who's like really a vampire, like fan and then they're giving you a bad name because of shitheads like that i mean if we had started this podcast like a year sooner we could actually gone to that website and found god damn it it's okay i think we'll be fine i think we'll be okay okay (laughs) back to kevin and this little fucker yeah exactly so he did not express any remorse or emotions in regards to his actions throughout the entire trial it doesn't sound like it I mean, he literally said his little brother, he, he was fine. He knew what he was doing, essentially. He, he can handle himself. What? So Kevin's attorney said, Kevin desperately needs treatment. Yeah. And unfortunately, he's not going to get it. We could have had 10 years of in-depth therapy in the youth system, and he's not going to get it. You know what? I feel like, and I've said this before, sometimes there are kids that make Poor decisions, and then there's sometimes there's kids that are fucking psychos and that are gonna continue this behavior on and on. Yep. He is like one of the he's the latter. He's the one who's like, I don't give a shit what mm-hmm. I did, mm-hmm. I will do it again. And he does need mental help, but not in the way of, oh, he doesn't know he's not in his right mind. No, he is in his right mind. Yeah. That's the problem here. Yeah. Yeah, because at Timothy's sentencing. Well, first, Timothy's lawyer said they would appeal the decision, and Kevin's lawyer said they were considering it. Good luck. I mean, even Kevin's lawyer's like, mm, I'm not sure if we're going to appeal this, because mm, I think maybe he's fucking batshit and they needs know. to sit there. Yeah, they know a losing I mean, case when they see one. Even when your lawyer's like, mm, not quite sure. Yeah. At Timothy's sentencing, Timothy addressed the court and apologized for his part in the murder, and he showed remorse. So he was able to serve his sentence at a youth facility. Okay. See what happens when, like, you're a psycho per versus a bad decision. And you're like, I can't believe I did that. And yes. yeah, I probably should serve some time for yes. this. Yeah. So Kevin was sentenced to life in prison with two years being served at a youth facility and the remaining time in the federal penitentiary. He will be eligible for parole in seven years. After parole, Kevin would undergo supervision for the rest of his life if he were to ever go free. Good. That is one thing I really appreciate about, well, first of all, their system is way better up there in in Canada, but I do appreciate the supervision after moment because I feel like their idea of of justice is to get people back in the world Mm -hmm. in a better state than they were pre as to why they committed the crime. Great. 100% 100% for rehabilitation, all that shit. But the watching after, yeah, let's just make sure. Let's yeah, just make, just I mean, like, you know, a check-in. Yeah, we're letting them go, but mm, we're going to watch them forever. Yeah, just to, mm. just to make sure if we have an inkling that maybe they might do this again, we stop. Yeah, exactly. We nip it in the bud. Yeah, 100%. Because I think also, and I think... Wasn't what the girl Evelyn Dick I did, wasn't she in Canada? Yeah, but she disappeared. She did disappear, and she changed her fucking name, and that was back in the 40s and 40s. Mm-hmm. So I think they obviously came to the learn since then, like, there could be an Evelyn Dick around a corner and nobody know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the sex offender registry, like, hey, this person's next door to you. Kind of want to know that Remember one of my th- Canadians I just did? Mm-hmm. Like, they let the town know they were letting her out yeah. and how she was doing. Exactly. And that's smart because it's like some people may not want to be around a person like that. And, and completely understandable. You got a family and kids or whatever to raise. Do you want that person living next to you? Not to say that they shouldn't be allowed to live a life. They are a human being. But I would just kind of like to know. Yeah, exactly. Just, exactly. just, just, just give know. me a little like Heads text up. message. Just send me a little text. Right. Hey, FYI, your new neighbor was in the fed pen. Don't lie to cross in his yard, but... Yeah. Just keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know if you see anything funny. 
Yeah. Cool. Exactly. It's just like, okay, so let, let me, let me, I'm going to fill in what I think happened that night because I want to. So my guess is these boys were all like in the, in the zone. They were in the I vampire think, zone. You know what I mean? I think they did more than drink wine. Oh yeah. They had to have. I mean, cause again, also wine drunk makes you sleepy, man. I get so fucking tired off of wine. I mean, you know, sometimes I get full before I get drunk. True. That's a good point. But they're teenage boys. Yeah, that's true. They're just like, whatever. It doesn't matter. They and puke and rally and go back. Probably. I feel like it didn't take much to get them drunk. Right. They're probably drinking Boone's Farm or some shit like that. Mad Dog. It, it was not, Boone. you know, my $40 a bottle Grape Creek wine. <laughs> no. By any means. No. So they're like, and I think the reason they chose wine, and I'm assuming it's red wine, is because it looks like blood, and they all want to be vampires, and they're doing a vampire moment. I think that's all that was in the house. You think? Yeah. Oh, so they're like, fuck it, we're just going to drink it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. So then they're like, okay, we're going to like sacrifice my little brother for whatever, you know? No, I think the little brother did something stupid like walk in front of the TV while they were playing video games. Or, they, no, they were tearing up the house. I mm-hmm. think the little brother intervened and said, Mom's going to fucking kill you right? when she gets home. And they were like, yeah. fuck you. And then it happened. Yeah. Or he said, I'm going to call Mom. Mm. Mom's at work. He said, I'm going to call Mom. Mm-hmm. And then it they started hurting him. And then the other guy, Timothy, was like, finish him off, essentially. Because... He was like, I'm going to get a knife, stab him. Mm-hmm. It's just, I really don't think vampirism can be blamed in this case. I really don't think no. it can be blamed in no, any case. No, I don't think it had anything like, to do with the vampirism. No. I think that they threw that in just because, A, his nickname was Vampire Boy. And so I think that was just like a little fun fact about Timothy. Mm-hmm. And then the whole vampirefreaks.com came up because it was a way to get a mistrial. Mm. Also, it's it sounds better, doesn't it? It's a cooler quote-unquote cooler case to be like ooh vampire case versus they totally killed his little brother i think they totally brought it up because they were trying to try it like in the media and yes exactly i'm assuming it's a defense strategy not a prosecution strategy because yeah 100 why the fuck would the prosecution want more attention like that i think the only reason it was brought up at trial was by defense to discredit her to be like hey she's into vampires look she's batshit right exactly you can't trust her when she says that (laughs) They called her. Batshit. Vampires. Sorry. <laughs> Just. <sighs> oh, God. I didn't do that on purpose. I know. You, she, you have to discredit her when she says that they called her to say they were going to do a mass murder because she's into vampires. You can't believe someone that's into vampires. They're not real. Right. Yeah. And then it became the defense dream when she said, no, I'm not into vampires. And then they found out she said the opposite because mm-hmm. they're like, mistrial, perjury. Yeah. Yeah. God, what a terrible... I'm so... I'm sorry, Jonathan. That's not... That's awful. That should never have happened. I'm really glad that guy's in prison forever, essentially. Yeah. I mean, that, that people like that just... I think... And again, I'm not a psychiatrist, but borderline personality disorder is what these people have. In other words, they are aware of right and wrong, and they still choose to do what they do. I don't think, I don't think he knew right and wrong. I think he you just, don't. Yeah. You, know. you think he was just like fuck it. I think he was a sociopath. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it's an interesting. This is why I feel like we should have. I know they destroyed Dahmer's brain, and I feel like that's a huge discredit and a huge loss for the scientific community. I really do. Not because it's like a sensational thing. Like no, we need to study people like this. We need to study brains of people like him because then maybe we can find associating reasons behind these things and maybe prevent them in the future. Yeah. Like that's why for me, it's like a, that's a huge loss, but people like this just fascinate the hell out of me. Like, how can you do that? Like it's your brother, dude. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. even if you don't like your little brother, like we all don't like, I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't have siblings, but you don't like your brother all the time. Right. I mean, shit. Who does? Who likes their sibling all the time, especially as a teenager? But to go and stab him? I mean, that's a big fucking step, dude. 
I'm not going to say I never thought about stabbing him. <laughs> no, but you didn't act on it. We all have intrusive thoughts. We all have thoughts of like, okay, this person can go die right now and I'd be fine with it. But it doesn't mean that you're like, and I'm going to be the one to do it. You know what I mean? Right. He took it that step farther. So, ugh. Vampirefreaks.com, by the way. Did you ever buy that sweater? No, I didn't. Off the website? It's cute. You need to. I mean, yes, it's cute, but I don't know if I can buy something from vampirefreaks.com. Tell you because what. then somebody will go, that's really cute. Where'd you get it? And I'm going to be like, uh. right. <laughs> and they're going to be looking at you like, I didn't find it at Kohl's. You sure you got it there? No, it was on clearance. It must've been the last one. Girl, you know what? Fuck it. Live your truth. <laughs> Actually, that'd be great to sell to people at work. Where'd you get your sweater? It's really cute. You're like vampirefreaks.com. And they're like, <laughs> and they just walk away and they just walk away. Right. Oh girl. Let me tell. Oh my God. This week at work. Please tell me. Friday. So I sit by, we have windows in my office uh-huh. and they were staring at this window and I'm like, what the fuck are these bitches looking at? Right. There's a truck parked outside the window that had a giant flag on the back and they're trying to figure out what the flag was. And I'm like, I know what the flag is. I know what it is. I know. I know what it is. I don't have to see it. I know what it is. But you know what I did? When I stood up and looked, big gust of wind comes, so I get to see it, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think it was? I'm going to go with Trump 2024. Fuck Biden. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And you know the people I work with. Yes, I do. So I'm like, I just went, oh, that's what it says. And I sit back down. And you're like, okay, and that's all I'm going to say. Moving on. And so that draws attention back to the window. And so I, somebody says something to me and they're like, well, you obviously have something to say about that because they could see the look on my face. Cause, and then I'm trying to formulate my thoughts because I, there's so many things running through my head at this point. And plus you're at work, so you're like, okay, I, I got to be real careful here. Mm-hmm. Real careful. And you're a manager too, so it's like, fuck. Real careful what yeah. I say. <laughs> yeah. So then I just say the absolute truth, because this is the truth. I go, honestly, it's not even about what's on the flag. I was like, I've had people try to take my kids away, and I fucking hate them. But I would never fucking put it on a flag and fly it behind my car. I was like, I don't fucking understand exactly it's it's literally like you think you're owning people by like having this on your vehicle but in all actuality we're all like why would you spend the time effort and money on this like why do you care that much and so somebody goes well i think it's great i'm like i just don't i don't get it yeah i don't you can think you can think that sure that you have every right to think and believe what you want sis but and, it and, makes no sense and, to me. And that's the truth. Like, it doesn't matter what it says. No. Yeah. No. It's just like, how can you care that much? Oh, I'm with you. 100%. I'm also like, not a, like a, how can you fanboy a politician? Like, I think that's mm-hmm. the weirdest thing on earth. Like, mm-hmm. you, they're like, they're like a deity to you. Or like a, like, what in the hell? Like, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I... No matter my politics, it would never put a political sticker on my shit because like, no, why? The point of politicians is a means to an end. They're here to serve us. Yeah. Period. And if they're not doing their job, I don't give a fuck. They have a D or an R behind their name. Get the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah. I just, that was, and that was the God's honest truth. Yeah. Like I have literally seen attorneys and talked to sheriffs because of a situation that involved another person and my kids and I fucking hate them. Yeah. A lot of years later. But never in the middle of it or now would I like create something. <laughs> Make a fucking flag. Yeah. To fly on your car. Yeah. To let everyone know yes. that you hate someone. Yeah. And to me that is more personal. Mm-hmm. Than politics. Yeah. Like, I didn't like Trump. I would never put a fuck Trump flag or sticker or anything on my car 
or anything like that. Exactly. Because for why? What good is that doing? What good? And if anything, like you're spreading more hate in the universe. Like I just, I I just don't get it. I don't get. I'm with you. Yeah. I don't. Well, actually, that's a phenomenal segue into the treasure child. And I broke the rules. I broke the rules because it's it's what I do. I'm normally the rebel (laughs) in the world, so. But I broke the rules for a good reason, because this person is the direct opposite of hate. Well, and you do know that we didn't tell them the new 2023 rules. No, we didn't. There is no rules. There are no rules. It's just right. What is that? Applebee's? (laughs) Something. (laughs) So really, it could be, there is no treasure. Well, there are treasure children. There's trophy dads. There's star moms. Right. But you won't know until we get there. In other words, right. what we're going to do now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess we should tell them 51 minutes in. Yeah. Jesus. Basically, what we're doing now is you're going to get a family member. But you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. It's a grab bag, baby. So I could do a, I could do a, a mom. A cuntlet. Mm-hmm. But you could get a star mom. Exactly. Or we could do a straight up cunt, which uh-huh. is a murdering mom. Uh-huh. And then do a trophy dad. Exactly. So it's all a little bit of mix. But today we're going to keep it very on par because change is hard for anybody. So we and get we it. And we both probably still thought we were in December. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> shh, shh. we're going to pretend like we planned it. Remember? We had a conversation. <laughs> we're going to pretend like we have our shit together, but we don't. And on that note, I'm going to do Lizzo. Can you tell me my fucking shirt? Like, like my literal Everyone actual shirt. I went to the Lizzo concert, so. <sighs> okay, first of all, tell me how you feel about Lizzo. You know, I love her. Yes. I mean, how could you not? How could anyone? If someone doesn't like Lizzo, big red flag, not friends anymore. It's I'm sorry. It's not a carnival, it's a danger flag. Yeah, that's like a, okay, you're a weirdo. So, Lizzo, born Melissa Vivian Jefferson. Vivian. God. That was my grandmother's name. Was it? Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I love Vivian. I, I don't know why. I like names that start with V, like Veronica, you know, like Virginia. Gorgeous. Love. It's a beautiful name. She was actually born in Detroit, Michigan on April 27th, 1988. She's 34. I didn't realize how old she was, but she's still a kid. Like, honestly, I thought she was like 27, so she's keeping Everyone's it somebody's child. Exactly. Thank you. She was born to Sherry, or I'm gonna go, I think it's Shari, because it's like S-H-A-R-I, Shari. It's Shari, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Michael Jefferson. She was raised Pentecostal, and this explains the music and the singing and the Have you church. noticed how often Pentecostalism comes up in our podcast? Yes, very much. Very much. So I think that's interesting because... We often do Pentecostals in a... Night of light. Yeah. They're normally the cunt or the cunt light or the (laughs) the person The main cunt. Yes. But in this case, no, not at all, obviously. So my husband's coworker used to be a Pentecostal minister. Is this the one that married that woman? No, that's his best friend. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. But his coworker is an ex-Pentecostal minister who stopped being a Pentecostal minister because he doesn't believe that a lot of the Pentecostal like things. Oh, well, good for them. So now he's doing what my husband does. That is fantastic. Good for them. You know, it's hard. It's hard to stand up against something you've been born and raised and my God, went to school for and mm-hmm. literally that was your job. Well, I don't think Pentecostal, I don't think they, don't they go, to go to school seminary. Oh, they don't go to seminary. Okay. I don't know. I'd have to. Okay. You keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. So get on that. Obviously, music, singing was a big part of her childhood. I mean, how could it not be? But even more so, her her parents were huge music fans. They often played Stevie Wonder, Elton John, and Queen at home. And her dad was the biggest influence on her whenever it came to music. Like, he was the biggest music fan. When she was nine, she started playing the flute. The family. I played the flute. Did you really? Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Sixth grade through like junior or senior year. Could you still play? Probably not. Oh my God. I I have to buy you a flute now. No. Yeah, I'm buying you a flute. It's happening. I'm going to buy you a recorder. I'm going to buy you... (laughs) Do you remember those from school? Yes. Oh my God. 
So Lizzo's family, including her older siblings, Mikey and Vanessa, moved to Houston when Lizzo was 10. H-Town, baby! And just so you know, we have officially in Houston and Texas adopted Lizzo as Houstonian. So she's from Houston, y'all. She attended Aleaf Elsick High School in the Aleaf Houston area. I'm sorry. No, Pentecostal please. ministers are ordained. Oh, they are. And it can take one to four years or more. Okay, yeah. So they do go to seminary. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all learned something today. So yeah, for him to basically revoke an entire life that he built means that's a lot. That's a big change to have to make. Yes. So good for him. So yeah, she grew up in the Aleaf Houston area, which if for those that don't know, Houston is fucking huge. And the cities outside of Houston are basically Houston. The Woodlands is for very, very rich people. Mm-hmm. Aleaf is for any person of color, essentially. And that's where most of them are. Are There's also a massive like Asian community, Taiwanese, Japanese, Chinese, I think Vietnamese, huge Vietnamese population in Houston as well, because after Vietnam, a lot of them came through the port city and Houston's right by the water. So again, makes sense. Houston is very multicultural, but kind of still segregated. So she was in the, the A-Leaf area, which is where a lot of people of color grew up. And when she grew up, she started listening to Missy Elliott, Destiny's Child, all these kind of different things because she was growing up with more, I'm going to say classical, because I assume, I, I, I consider, you know, Elton John a little more of classical mm-hmm. pop. When you get into like Missy Elliott and shit, that's when you start getting yeah. into more, you know, rap pop, which is awesome. She started rapping and formed a band in high school called the Cornrow Click. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I love it. Oh my God. That's fucking amazing. She's like, amazing. I'm going through all these like social media things in my head. Yeah. She's, she's just a fucking bomb. And also just so y'all know, it's already out now, but she has a documentary on HBO max and I didn't get a chance to watch it pre this recording. Obviously I have watched it since because it's Lizzo, but if I leave out anything, that's because I didn't have access to that documentary, but I can't wait. Anyway, so she would also form other groups. Like she was very musical as a kid and she played her flute in the high school marching band. She also got her nickname Lizzo in high school. So that's when it stuck. It was just, that's her from then on. She went on to study classical music with a concentration in the flute at the University of Houston. She was planning on going to the classical route, playing concert halls, like doing the damn thing as a right. flautist, but things changed drastically whenever her father died in 2009 when she was in college and she was 21. So she was damn close to finishing. He was her biggest influence in music and her whole world ended when he died. She said, quote, I was depressed. I didn't have a purpose. Like I didn't feel like I had a purpose for being a musician or anything. So that turned into, oh, I can't sleep on your couch. And eventually I got really guilt ridden. So all I had was this car. It was a Subaru. And that was my home for a little. I spent Thanksgiving in that car, and I remember I cried myself to sleep. Subaru backwards is you are a bus. What? Subaru backwards is you are a bus. It's <laughs> so random. <laughs> oh, God. So <laughs> she lived out of her bus, her Subaru bus. Just saying. I know. For a little while after her dad died, and she dropped out of college because she was just like, her heart wasn't in it. Right. She's like, there's no point. She then moved moved to uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and tried for a time to get a job as a food critic, which I was like, hey, if you're going to get a job, hell I yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. How do you become a food critic? Because that would be like the best. I know. Like, you have to go out to eat. Like, you have to. Like, it's your job. When my husband says, we're not eating out today, I could say, I'm sorry. It's work. <laughs> it's for work. Okay. So I can expense it. Thank you. I'm oh, sorry, it's work. We're you going. Better believe I would get the most expensive things on that fucking menu. Oh yeah. Every time. Yes. Bottles. Yes. Oh my god. So obviously it didn't work out, but I mean, hey Lizzo, you can always be a food critic now, and <laughs> I would follow the shit out of that. <laughs> she would form again various groups, and then started making her own music with Lizzo Bangers album releasing in 2013. And this one was the first to catch fire. Lizzo Bangers is a great album. It has a lot of influence in a person I'm about to name. And it's great. I highly recommend it for those that haven't like gone back in her discography. It's great. It's really cool. 
She even started touring in the U.S. and U.K. that fall due to the popularity of this, and Virgin Records since then has re-released this album. And this is where Prince comes into the story. <gasps> you know I love Prince. I know, girl. You, you're about to love Lizzo even more. Her album, Lizzo Bangers, caught the attention of Prince, who lived in Minneapolis at the time, and they got to know each other. I know. Is there a Prince-Lizzo duet that I don't know about? Collab? Is there a collab that I don't know about? He was a fan of hers, and in 2014, she was featured on his song, Boy Trouble, on the album Plectrum Electrum, and she even played a show at his home, Paisley Park, and Prince even offered to produce an album of hers in the future. To this day, she said she is, quote, eternally grateful for his support. I'm sorry. There's a Prince Lizzo collab I didn't know about? Yes, sis. Oh, yes. The Minneapolis crew was strong. So this is the thing. The other thing you'll notice about Lizzo Bangers is it does have a lot of Prince influences. And I know it came out pre their relationship, but she was highly influenced. You can tell about that Minneapolis music scene. And obviously Prince was always, he was always on the lookout for new upcoming talent, like always. And he very much so supported artists, especially black artists in the Minneapolis area, because I mean, shit, he was one, right? Right. So he heard her and was like, hell yeah, you've, you've got something here. You have something. Let me help you with this. So I, I was just like, holy crap. There's also on Netflix, I highly recommend watching the, the David Letterman show, My Next Guest. And she's on it. I learned a ton of information about her from there and her relationship with Prince. It's incredible. And this was like three years before his death, too, in 2016. So she knew him right, like, before. Thank God, right? I mean, shit. What an opportunity of a lifetime to get to know Prince. So her next album, album after Lizzo Bangers, is what put her in the spotlight. Big Girl, Small World was released on December 11th, 2015, and drew acclaim charting at number 17 on the 50 best hip-hop albums of 2015 list she signed with atlantic records the following year 2016 at age 28 and released her next album coconut oil to critical acclaim i mean since then we've had bangers such as truth hurts because i love you to be loved about damn time i mean i could keep so many songs like literally her discography is nothing but hits but that's not all to lizzo She is a staunch supporter of people living their truths. Lizzo actively encourages diversity, inclusion, and being your authentic self. From the Yiddy, her new shapewear slash laser line with Fabletics, sizes a spectrum line, love that. She also employs plus-size dancers at her shows. She won an Emmy for her dance competition show on the Amazon on Amazon Prime called Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. And she's been featured on RuPaul's Drag Race and heavily supports LBGTQIA plus causes. She even changed the lyrics to her song Girls from feedback from people with cerebral palsy, saying that the word spaz is derogatory. To quote her, she said, quote, as a fat black woman in America, I've had many hurtful words used against me. So I understand the power words can have, whether intentionally or in my case, unintentionally. So she was like, of course, I'll change that. I don't give a shit. I want everyone to feel supported and loved is basically her whole entire thing. She also supports places like Planned Parenthood and set up a website called LizzoLovesYou.com after George Floyd's death to provide info, ways to donate, and action items to support black communities. So why did I do Lizzo? I mean, because you love her. I do. She saved me through some hard times at, at, at work, to be honest, in 2021 and 2022. Her latest album, Special, dropped this past summer. Well, in 2022 summer. And it really was a breath of fresh air. Like, it... All of her music about damn time was a song of the summer. Let's be real. It was. And her music just is like all about positivity. It's all about like being your best self, being yourself. Who gives a shit what other people think of you? Who cares if they say you can't do it? Can you can do it. You know, it's just so positive. And she uses her music to tell her story, a black woman's journey. And it reaches people from all across the spectrum and all the guys, gays, and days, to quote her again, quote, I am brown, I am black, I am curvy, and I am perfect and beautiful. And 
All that to say, I, I, the reason I chose her is because I want to say love yourself this year. You know, this is a resolution I feel like all of us can adopt is like fucking love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What does RuPaul say? If you can't love yourself. Self. Who the hell? Yeah. Who the hell? What does she say? I, see, I don't remember. I haven't I watched it in a while. <laughs> Who the hell going to love you? Like she says it every single time, right? At the end of yes. every single show. But I completely agree. Like Lizzo really brings to light, like, look, we all may be different, but I'm sharing my black woman experience and it's touching people who are white women, who are white men, who are gay people, who are non-binary. Like the whole point is we are all humans going through this shit together. Why do we have to be shitty to each other? Why can't we just love each other and like lift each other up and be positive and help each other out? So that's why I chose Lizzo. Obsessed. And yeah, her, oh my God. Next time you're coming with me to her theater, to her theater, to her show. (laughs) Talking too much. Yeah, no, but seriously, you got to come. It was like, it was like therapy and a spiritual experience all in one. It was the most incredible show I've ever had in my life. It was incredible. Highly recommend. That means I'd have to leave my house and be around people. Yeah. But it's for Lizzo, girl. We can do that for her. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Well, new year. New, new us. Year, Do you feel new? New you. You've left your house. That was... I left my house. You left your house. I know. Aren't you proud of me? I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Hopefully, I won't be at work so much, so I will want to leave my house. I hope so. That you won't have work and that you want to leave your house. Yes. I'd be more apt to leave my house if I wasn't always at work. Yeah, well... Hopefully you won't be this next year because we got some shows to go to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Well, thank you all so much for another year. Seriously, guys, we love doing this. Thank you so much for listening to us. We're glad you're back. We're glad to be back. I'm going to be leaving Canada next week. I promise. I don't see why you should. Canada's great. I literally searched specifically for a Canadian child. <laughs> You're like, I gotta do one more Canadian. Because I <laughs> thought it to. was going to be in December. I know. I'm sorry. I need to look at our calendar more often. Yeah, I, it happens. No worries. She has this great calendar for us, and I'm like, meh, I'm going rogue. <laughs> hey, it's been working, so I mean, why change? Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. We love y'all, and we'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday.